This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It is Thursday, March 17th. It is St. Patrick's Day which here in New York City means everyone is very much barricading themselves inside. Well, at least well, staying away. The, local, the locals are. Yeah, the, the locals, locals are, are, right. All, all the kids are coming in from the burbs. And uh, it's also my niece's uh, birthday. So we like to say, or we used to say to her, that they throw a big party for her every year in New York City. She has now stopped believing that. But uh, happy birthday, Emmy. So that's that. Uh, Mark, what should we do? Are you going to make some corned beef? for St. Patrick's Day tonight? Some corned beef and cabbage, maybe some potatoes. Uh, nah, I doubt it. You know, I forgot to tell you, um, we pulled the trigger and bought some airfare. You did? Yeah. Tell me. Yeah, we did. What'd you buy? We're rolling the dice and hoping things are going to be okay in the world when when our August month-long vacation rolls around. And so we, where are we going? <laughs> we're going to Europe. Yeah, we're going to do uh, the UK and France. Oh. <sighs> I knew that she would not be able to re- resist going to France. It was just yeah, impossible. I, I know. It was tough. It was a tough sell. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. I love it. Fantastic. It's great. Mm-hmm. That is totally great. I'm I'm very close to pulling the trigger on the 4th of July. Because remember, I was supposed to do my London-Berlin trip for a while. Now it may be London-Paris right. because Emily in Paris. That's what all I'm saying. That's what we're going to do. Bulk The bulk of it will be in the UK, but then we're going to break away for, I think, three days and go to Paris. I mean, why not? Come on. All right. Uh, presuming everything is right in the world and who knows, but let's, yes. let's at least hope that we can travel in Europe and do all the fun things we want to do and not complain about anything that's really awful in our personal lives and just try to keep on keeping on and... Um, sending good vibes across that pond to all those folks in Ukraine because it's just an awful, awful crisis there. So not to bring you all down because you know the news cycle, we are here to take the mystery out of your financial life. You know how we do that? We rely on you. We ask you to come on the air and join us and tell us what's on your mind. Today, we are talking to Lynn from California. Hello, Lynn. How are you and how can we help you out today? Hi, Jill. And hi, Mark. Thanks for having me on. And I guess you could file this under hashtag first world problems, but I'm grateful for your advice. So my husband and I recently bought a, a new house. I think this was a, you know, a COVID inspired larger house. We have two young kids. We were quarantined with them in a tiny house working from home for a long time. So pretty typical story in in our part of the world here. Mm -hmm. Um, And now we have the proceeds from the sale of our first house. And we're trying to figure out how to allocate that in, in a way that makes sense. 
We do need to invest a significant amount into the new house to kind of make it what we want it to be. But we're still looking at having about $75,000 in cash left over and looking for some options and advice for what to do with that. Tell us how much the new house cost. Uh, About $900,000. Okay. And what is the mortgage that's outstanding on it? About six twenty. dollars What's the interest rate? About 3%. Great. Fantastic. And uh, you mentioned a husband and two kids. How old are the kids? Four and seven. Oh, boy. Okay. And how old are you and your husband? We're both 43. All right. In the heat of it. Um, Will these kids go to public school? Is that where they are? They in the public school system now? Indeed. Okay, good. Tell us about your income. How much do you guys earn together? Uh, we're at about two seventy five combined. Are you guys making contributions into retirement plans through work? Yes, uh, so. we are both maxing out our four fifty sevens and four hundred three bs respectively. Oh, okay. Um, so we have some public service action here. So maxing out, which is great. It sounds like you're both potentially working in jobs where you would have pensions. Correct. Okay, tell us about the pensions and when they can kick in. Uh, For me, earliest would be 55, and for my spouse, uh, 62. Okay. I mean, is that the game plan where it's like, okay, let's get these kids educated and let's get, you know, and like, do you think of 55 or do you think, oh, no, 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 I'm going to keep doing this for a while? Actually, you know, maybe go do something else and then come back to government and, and retire. So unsure, but probably not just nose to the grindstone until hitting retirement age. Okay. Understood. Tell us about how much money you've saved so far in the retirement accounts. For my spouse, he's at about 240 combined. Some of that's in a Roth IRA. Uh, And for me, I think I'm closer to 300, I believe. And when you contribute into the 457 and the 403Bs, are those Roth or are those pre-tax? They are pre-tax. Okay, got it. And how about your emergency reserve fund? Because you said you've got the house proceeds and, you know, you'll spend some money, but there's 75 grand. Is that in addition to the money you've already have that's set aside for safe stuff? Yes, Okay. Yeah, I think we have uh, about 40K just in cash. And then we've got a couple of brokerages. I think each are probably about 45. Okay. And is that just, is that fun money? Fine money. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. 529 plans for kids? Yes. Um, we've got those. And uh, one the, for the older kid is about 50 and the younger kid about 25 so far. Wow. And you're going to promise me they stay in the California state system because it's a good system? That would be my plan. (laughs) But you know how best laid plans for children go. Oh, brother. I don't, thank God, because my (laughs) four-legged children usually stick to their game plans. So let's talk a little bit about these brokerage accounts. How are you managing them now? Like you said, there's 45 grand in each of them or combined? Yeah, each. Each. Okay. So what what are you doing right now and why not just throw the 75 grand into one of these accounts? Yeah, that's, well, that's kind of the default plan, I suppose. They're pretty much index funds. Mm-hmm. You know, another option I thought for that that extra money would be maybe super funding the 529s mm-hmm. um, and then just forgetting about them. 
flesh out to me more of your game plan about leaving and then coming back. Talk a little bit more about that. Because is there some reason we do need that brokerage account to be beefed up more? I mean, I, I feel, always feel comfortable with a cushion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to have options. I'm, I'm happy in my career right now and, and feel fulfilled. But, you know, thinking about sticking it out for another 12 years is kind of a different situation. Going to need a new vehicle here probably is another consideration in the next two to three years. So, yeah, I like to have a healthy, a healthy cushion with okay. flexibility. And I, you know, sitting on it in just a half percent interest. No, no, no. We're not going to say that. account is kind no. of soul sucking. No, I, I totally agree. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. I mean, like, I'm funny, Mark. I'm sort of feeling weirdly like I want, maybe I don't want to do the 529 because of what what she just said, because if you want flexibility, here's the other thing. These kids are young, right? And there is the possibility that, um, you know, in the next few years, let's just say, you know, let's say three or five years from now, you might have more information about your own lives and your earnings. And maybe you'd rather have the money in brokerage for now until you sort of see where things go. I'm not so keen on popping that money in the 529 plan. I would be fine with it if you were just like, yeah, that would give me relief to know that that was done. But you have to measure where you'll find the greatest relief, right? These are emotional questions. You know, this is Jill on life, not Jill on money right now talking, which is if you feel more emotionally secure saying, you know, we have uh, $165,000 in in non-retirement funds or, you know, non qualified accounts. That gives me comfort. If I want to put more money in the 529, I can, you know, you can choose to do that later. And if that gives you more comfort than having the college stuff funded, then I think you should preserve that option. I really do. What have you been doing with the 529 so far? Because you got a pretty good amount of money saved up. Are you doing it monthly? Yes. Yeah. We just do an automatic deduction. What's option three? So option three is we could, and I think I know what you're going to say about this because longtime listener, but (laughs) we could recast the mortgage uh, without penalty. You know, we could throw a chunk at the mortgage just to lower the monthly payments. Do you want the sound effect on that right now? Ready? (laughs) Yes. Three, two, one. No, (laughs) definitely not. If you want security and optionality, you cannot do that. That's just a terrible idea. Then I'm going to say to you, like, I needed to hear that. Yeah, no way. Because that that completely upends your flexibility. That's ridiculous. Because what you're doing is essentially saying like, oh, okay, well, what I'll do then is I'll have like years shaved off my mortgage, but I'm stuck in this job because you won't have any little nest egg to fall back on. So no, definitely. Yeah. 
you lower the monthly payment in the recast, but you keep the term. Nah. So it's flexibility in a different way, but I know what you're saying. No, I wouldn't do that. You have maximum flexibility keeping the money in this account. You got it. It's all yours. No, definitely not. How's the monthly budget right now? It's comfortable? Yes. How comfortable? Like, what's the cash flow look like? You both max out and then what? Well, you know, I use a budgeting app, which I love and was game changing for me. Which app? Which one? YNAB. You need a budget. You need a budget. Oh, so you paid for it. I love it. Yeah, it's worth it. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, so I, my dad always taught me to pay myself first. So first things that go out are the investments and then, you know, can spend what's what's left over. And obviously the kids, as they grow, start stretching that with gymnastics and uh, all various lessons and summer camps, but we're doing okay. All right. How about life insurance and estate planning? Yeah, we're all taken care of there. Nice. Very good. I kind of like this idea. Mark, are you on board with this to take the money, the 75 grand, put in the brokerage account, some index funds, and then continue to put money in the 529 plan on a monthly basis? Mark, are you good with that? I'm good. I'm good. I know I know she also asked what to do with the money that they're going to need for home improvements. Yes, thank not, you. you know, they're going to be phased in over the next couple of years. I think just keep that money in cash. What do you mean over the next couple of years? Don't you want to like bang out the project now or can you not get people to work? Uh, yeah, I do. But have you tried to call a contractor lately? I don't know. Let me tell you California, this is how lead I, time is crazy. I, this is how I roll. I have a contractor who I basically I know I've overpaid over time. I really do know that. Like not a ton, but let's say an extra 5%. And I've used him for many projects. And remarkably, when you overpay and you're a good payer, they show up. <laughs> It's shocking, but I get it. It's really hard to find people. What is the big project? Mark loves a home improvement project. Yeah, well, it's it's painful for me to think about because we got to live through it. But um, we need to add a, a bedroom to this house uh, as the kids get older so they can have their own room. So are they sharing a room now? They are. Are they the same sex? No. I think that whole sharing the room thing is kind of excellent. My sister and I had our own rooms, but I always slept in her room. Do you know why, Mark? Did I ever tell you this? Because Kim's room had a television in it and mine did not. By the way, this was old school. Talk about child of the 70s. You're younger than I am, uh, Miss Lynn. But, you know, when we were growing up, there was a TV and uh, there was no remote control. And so I would go into my sister's room and we'd watch something. Who knows what we were watching, like the odd couple or whatever. The show would be over. And my sister would say to me, turn off the TV. (laughs) And so she'd make me get up and get out of bed and turn off the TV. And if I had fallen asleep, she'd wake me up to tell me to go turn off the TV. <laughs> I think that's the only sister abuse I ever experienced, but that was it. It was not bad. Not bad to share a room with your sister who you love, but you're right. You're going to need one probably if they, especially as they get older. I don't know. I feel like you're probably fine. You don't have so much money that's kicking around in cash. You know, so if you had a little bit more if the market kind of eases up and you are able to spend that money sooner rather than later, then it's good to know you have it. So I'd hate to have you invested and then be like, oh no, I actually can get someone here and now the market's down. So I wouldn't want that to happen. So I agree with Mark. Keep it in keep it in cash. What else is on your mind? I think that's it. Really? Can you make can you make your retirement contributions Roth at all since everything's pre-tax? Um, well, I was contributing. We both were maxing out our Roths. We're hitting the income limits now. But what about the um, the Roth 457 or 403B option? Do you have one at work? I don't think so. But, you know, I'm going to double check. 
let's check. You never know. That might be a nice way to get some money moving into a uh, a tax secure account. That's what I'm going to start calling it now, Mark, a tax secure. So you know that you've already paid your taxes. Keep us posted. Let us know how the work goes. And um, enjoy your brokerage account. It will give you great <laughs> comfort, I promise. No recast. Okay, if you've got a question about a mortgage, about a home improvement project, about what to do with proceeds from a sale or something else or anything remotely financial, why don't you give us a holler? Go to our website. It's jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. You can follow Eye on Money wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're following, how about checking out our sister broadcast? It's called Jill on Money. Both podcasts, more Jill, not more Mark necessarily, but Mark is always behind the scenes. He's the one who creates the free weekly newsletter, which is fantastic. So check that out. You can sign up for that free weekly newsletter on our website. Okay, Mark Talercio is the co-host and executive producer. We are distributed by CBS. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and we do like to remind you to lift someone up today. Curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.